our mouse is still covered in glitter. There's glitter in streamers and that brick on the driveway. There's glitter in our house. There's glitter in our laundry. There's glitter everywhere. <laughs> glitter blowing work. out of our AC it's vent. At my work. <laughs> And welcome to the Hobbs Happenings Podcast. I'm your host, Andrew Hobbs, and thanks so much for joining us today. Today on the podcast, I have all the way from, what are you guys, St. Augustine still? Yeah, uh, yeah St. Augustine, Florida. It's David and Sarah. <gasps> David and Sarah, how you doing? Good. Good. That is good. Very good. How's married life treating you? It's okay. Yeah, I mean, wow. uh, I, I mean uh, it's great. Yeah, yeah, it's great. The best. Now listen, I don't think you're supposed to be over your honeymoon period yet. That's supposed to take like, I don't know, at least two months. So you, <laughs> you should you should still like each other. A little bit. A little bit. This is good. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. Well, our topic of conversation today for this fantabulous podcast is you guys and your wedding and your honeymoon and you getting started out with life. So you ready? Yeah, bro. So I know that we've answered this before, um, but Sarah, I want to know how long do you expect uh, to go through like being with David before you're like, crap, I married this guy? Like, have, have you reached that point yet, or is it still going to be another couple hours? Uh, well, if you talk to your mother, it was uh -huh. about. A month ago? I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I, I don't know yet. We haven't hit that mark. I mean, there's been days where he's kind of like, you know, I want to pop your head off. <laughs> but then there's days where I love him so much. So we're good. <laughs> Charlie loves me some days. It's not true. <laughs> it's whatever. It's what it, Listen, I've got several. If you guys ever want any help, I have read more marriage books than anyone ever should from my internship this summer. And then also the ones that we've read since I've been engaged. I don't want to read another marriage book for the rest of my life. They all say the same thing. So if you if you want any books, I can send them your way. It'll be all right. <laughs> I'm good. But so so your wedding planning process was one that was quite interesting because Sarah was in Missouri and David was in Florida and the wedding happened in Kentucky. So did you guys make it through that process without any huge hiccups and headaches? Um, well, it kind of, it took a while for everything to start like getting going. Um, but then when we got to it, it was probably about a, a week and a half out that we finally got everything, um, like finalized. So it was kind of stressful more toward the end than anything. Cause we only had about a month and a half to plan really. And, uh, but it ended up great, and everything worked out perfectly. It was cool. By everything, by everything was planned, she really means we had, like, the venue and flowers and stuff. We didn't actually have any of it planned. Well, I'm aware. We just, had, we just See, had objects and places coordinated. This is true. And I think there is a specific story that illustrates how you had things planned, objects in place, maybe not the full plan there. When we were at the rehearsal, uh, because might I say, you picked the best best man that ever has lived. Uh, but while we were at the rehearsal, 
I noticed that while we went through things, it seemed a little bit like we might be making stuff up as we went along. Was that is that a, a true statement? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, we don't know anything about, like, uh, we were talking to John. We were like, yeah, so we want you to, like, say some stuff while we tie a knot. And he was like, what? That's uh, not true. And so, but then, but then he seemed like, like, you know, he got stuff together and he, like, I guess looked up something online and yeah. Well, he's done he's done many weddings before, so he he knew what he was doing. He already had a book and and you know uh, ways to do it, and so he recommended some ways, and that was what we wanted anyways. He didn't actually know, like he hadn't done a knot before. He told mom. Mom told me later he was like, "Yeah, John had no idea what to do until he also also John John was very concerned uh, yeah. when when you guys uh, said you wanted to do the knot and then. The night before the wedding, you didn't know how to do the the knot. Hey, it so, came out pretty amazing. It did. Yeah. I was amazed. I was very uh, pleasantly surprised. Uh, I, I the wedding would have been beautiful no matter what, but I was totally expecting there to go something wrong with the knot. But it was a thing of beauty. It was absolutely um, perfect. It didn't go perfect because we left it there. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> no, you're the knot signifying your love is forever in. Kentucky, cool. Yeah, but I was about I was, I was about to ask if you had it like hung up somewhere. Although I feel like that would be a strange thing to walk into someone's house and to see a bit of rope hanging on the wall. Hold up. To me, it would make me think noose, which is not what I would want people to think whenever they walk into my house. Um, so so maybe it's better that it was left in uh in Kentucky. Yeah, maybe, <laughs> but. Uh, I got bored one day because I've been jobless for like forever now, but I have yeah. a job now. So shout out to everybody. I have a job. Yay. Um, yay. So I designed a, a logo for us as the Hobbs family, our unit of the Hobbs family. So it's yeah. like, it's like an infinity symbol and then it makes an H in the middle, but the H is actually the fisherman's knot, the knot that we used at the wedding. How nifty. Look at you, all designy and stuff. Yeah. So uh, when did you guys actually arrive in Kentucky before the wedding? I think two days before the wedding for me. I got there Thursday. The wedding was Saturday. Cool. All right. Any any exciting stories of things that went on leading up to the day of the wedding? Uh, Well, actually, going back to not being that prepared and not knowing what to do, um, the night that we had our rehearsal, like at our rehearsal dinner, we actually talked to Felicia, which, by the way, had no clue that we even wanted to use her. We didn't even know it until that night, but she was so cool about it and she took care of everything. Everything was perfect and it was she just did such a wonderful job. So shout out to her. Yeah, um, the conversation goes something like this. Hey, Felicia, you know how our wedding's tomorrow? Yeah, yeah. I'm really excited. I'm going to come and see it. Yeah, would you like to plan it? What What do you mean? No, do you want to coordinate our wedding? Um, Sure. All right, let's go. Time for the rehearsal. That's Is that how it yeah. went? That's okay. pretty much how it went. Yes. Uh, right. She's a saint. Yeah, she came to the rehearsal dinner, and she. Uh, I went up to her, and I was talking to her, and like I didn't have anything to tell her. So she had to like come up with her own questions and then come back to me and ask us questions. And then even then we still didn't know the answer to have our questions because we she was like, well, how do you want to do this? And we're like, we don't care. 
we're just, we just, you know, want to like get married and then get out of here. So I will say though, it was a beautiful ceremony. Uh, Sarah, your dress was fantastic, and David, you looked okay, and the church was just right. amazing. So, what about stories uh, leading up to uh, the the or on the wedding day? Um, so, like, I know what, what was the name of the the chapel that you guys get married at? You remember? Duncan Memorial Chapel. Yeah, so that's the same one that Uncle Stephen um, and Aunt Sandy got married at. So that was kind of cool. Um, but walk me through that day. You first, Sarah. What were your thoughts going into the wedding day? How did it all go? What was different than what you thought it would be like? Things like that. Honestly, um, it kind of all happened so quickly. But in you know, in the morning before. Uh, we left a hotel. Felicia came. Um, it was like eight o'clock. She came and she helped me do my hair. She helped do Lauren's hair. Um, and then after that, we went straight to the chapel and uh, I was in the white Nissan Davis car. And uh, I actually ended up parking right as soon as David pulled up and we almost saw each other. And so I ran inside, you know, went upstairs and I was getting ready with Rebecca and Lauren and my mom. Um, and I was, you know, just, I, I don't know, I, I took a Dramamine, so it wasn't too bad, which by the way, Sarah, super helpful. Just make sure you get the non-drowsy ones. Um, <laughs> I wasn't really nervous at all. Like I was just more excited to, you know, marry my best friend. So I wasn't really too nervous about anything. It just seemed like everything was working out so smoothly. You know, we, we got everything taken care of in the morning. We got our bouquets. We got our pictures. You guys got your pictures after we did or before we did something like that. Um, and then when it was time to go out and line up to go, you know, in the chapel, this is what really happened. So the girls went out, you know, and then, and then the parent or the, the grandmas, the moms, and then the girls but no one came and got my dad and I. So my dad went out, talked to Stevie and, you know, was like, Hey, let us know when we need to come in. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, you know, he went around the corner and waved after like a few minutes. So we went as quickly as we could to the front and then we got in behind the doors and then my dad, you know, um, like adjusted everything and then the doors opened. And then I, uh, you know, when we were walking down the aisle everyone was looking at me in shock. I guess like, I really didn't know I was standing or, you know, I didn't know I wasn't there for that long, but apparently, you know, everyone thought I wasn't going to show up. But so that's what really happened. So David, what was going through your mind at that moment? Cause I'm not going to lie in, in my head. I was thinking, huh, this is taking a while. David, uh, is, is, is she coming down? Is this going to be a thing or do we need to stand in bride? What was going through your head? Uh, nothing, John, <laughs> <laughs> that's a wonderful thing. Do what? I said that's a wonderful thing. Anytime somebody asks me what was going on in your mind, uh, nothing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. So John leaned over and was like, "Maybe she won't show." <laughs> Thanks, Very <John>. comforting. <laughs> so. I, I was like, yeah, yeah, she'll show, you know, it's all good. And so we waited, we waited through the entire bridal march. And yeah. then on the second <laughs> go around, the door was open and she came right. through. So, yeah. 
but she's always late. It's so like, I can read them, so what I what I pictured is what went on, and I know Sarah just gave her story, but facts are optional. I like I like my story better. It's kind of <laughs> like when you take a kid to the pool, and the kid is <laughs> on the diving board, right? And they're like they're getting ready to go. So they're like one, two, three, and then they don't jump, and then it's one, two. Three, and then they don't jump again. It's kind of like she just needs a little bit of a, a push. So I, I, that's kind of what I pictured in my head when these things were happening. I figured, you know, she's she's worried. She's like, like, like I'm really gonna marry uh, him. And, and and it's not even just you, David. No offense to you, but like mm -hmm. she has spent a considerable amount of time with our family. And so I think at that moment, maybe you just settled in. Like I'm gonna be a. Hobbs, I don't know about this, but but then she got the push and she came in and it was okay. Yeah, it was my dad pushing me. He was like, <laughs> "Okay, I want you to leave now. Go." <laughs> yes, yes, time to go. Time to go. I but, think the second thoughts were about her being on more podcasts. You know. Oh, <laughs> wow. Oh. oh, that's a hard one, right there, my friend. Um, I will say though, I saved you guys uh, just so that you know. Whenever Sarah, you were outside taking the your pictures and stuff. I, you were in plain view from where we were getting ready at. And I see this with our window with the blinds open and I rush over there and I shut them before David, I think was able to see. And then like one of, I don't know if it was one of your attendants or if it was one of the ladies in charge, but they came over like, Hey, make sure that, that those blinds are closed. I'm like, I got this. Okay. He's got the best, best man in the world, which, which is moi. So it's okay. It's all taken care of. There's no problem. I got this. You're forgetting. Oh, thank you. I'm your best man now. So, which is why you had the best, best man in the world. I stand by my comment. So, David, uh, leading up to <laughs> Sarah walking down the aisle, what was your day like? Uh, pretty, pretty normal. Yeah. I just going out and got you know, ready. Yeah, pretty normal. I get married every day. So it's just whatever. Yeah. <laughs> whatever. I uh, wasn't nervous or anything. I mm -hmm. slept just fine. Um, I took Pepe somewhere. We we went so we went somewhere before the wedding. That was it, pretty much. I mean, well, we, maybe. Uh, oh, you know, you, uh, somebody didn't come prepared and didn't have like the right clothes or something. Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. I got blamed for one, but it's so. So this story I'll tell. I was at a town since I live in Utah. Uh, I flew in the day before the wedding. When I get to town, David had supposedly, with mom, gone to men's warehouse, picked up the clothing that we need, and then brought it back. And so I asked David, I said, point blank, I said, David, did you check the set of clothes that are for me? He said, oh, yeah, yeah, I checked it. It's all right. I checked it. It's all there. It's like, okay. So the morning of the wedding, I get up, and I open up the thing for men's warehouse, and I see, all right. There's there's my uh, my jacket and my pants and my shoes and my belt. And there was no shirt. And I was like, David, where is the shirt that I do not have that is supposed to be in here? And I was a little, little bit nervous. Uh, so so he didn't know. And so I had to I got in this truck with Stephen because uh, we were going to go into Louisville to men's warehouse before the wedding so that we could pick up a shirt uh, and to be able to come to the wedding because. It, it wouldn't be a good look for me showing up without a shirt. And all I had was T-shirts besides that. That probably wouldn't look very good either. So as we're pulling out of Steven's subdivision, we get a phone call from dad. And he said, hey, uh, I have I have an extra shirt in my in my thing. So I think it's yours. We'll bring it to the wedding. I was like, thanks, dad. And then we went back to Steven's house and everything was okay. So David saying that he was not nervous before the wedding 
Maybe I'm just a very anxious person. Whatever anxiety you should have had for the wedding, honestly, I had it. I was worried about your rope thing. I was trying to make sure it was like the rope was cut the way it was supposed to be. Um, I was worried to, to make sure that I had my clothing. So maybe we could switch that for my wedding so you can have all the anxiety and I'll sleep like a baby. I think that'd be a good idea. I'm sure I won't have any anxiety at your wedding. Either. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm quite aware. So, I've, I've noticed these things. It yeah. is true. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a blessing. Yeah, it is a blessing. Um, um, Becca actually left our marriage license um, at somewhere. So you're not really married? Is that what you're telling me? No, right? no, no, no. She before okay. the wedding, she didn't bring it to the chapel. Which I mean, I guess that didn't really matter. But yeah, so thank you, Becca. See, but but should that really have been Becca's job? Okay. Okay. No, and I, I told him I didn't <laughs> happen. And he said, no, it's not going to happen. I said, yes, David, it is. He said, I got it. I got it. One, I thought Becca was a pretty competent person. She oh, is a very competent no. person. I'm uh, sure she will have her wedding license at her own wedding. I'm pretty sure that will probably happen. I asked your fiance because I was a little nervous about Becca. So I was like, hey, Sarah, can you like make sure she brings the wedding license? And the wedding license wasn't there. But it wasn't her responsibility. It was yours. So I see. I see how it is. So so the way to not have anxiety is to not have any responsibility. Any responsibility that you have, you pass on to other people. And so if something yeah, goes wrong, it. it's not my fault. It's okay. <laughs> Responsible delegation. <laughs> you really want <laughs> I double delegated. All right. I had two people on the same job. It doesn't seem very efficient. Well, and yeah. it didn't happen. So yeah, it didn't happen. So I should have had three people on the job. So so you guys got married, and that was cool. And then you went to the reception place, which was a fantastic place. Lots of room for dancing, which I quite enjoyed. Um, how did how did the reception go? It was good food. It was good food. I yeah. liked it. And then, and then Sarah dragged me around to every table, and I mean, like. I would have already gone and talked to everybody, but I didn't know it was expected for us to walk around and thank everybody for coming. But well, we did. I'm glad Sarah's there then because that's definitely expected. I'd be kind of miffed well, if I showed up at a wedding and then you didn't say anything <laughs> to me. So <laughs> just saying. I mean, I mean, I was glad that Sarah came to my wedding too. Yeah. So. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so we got to say hi to everybody. Uh, the photo booth is pretty lit. It's, it's pretty, pretty awesome. I, I greatly really... enjoyed the photo booth. Yeah, me too. It's. I think it is... An ideal entertainment item. Yeah, we used to use our guest book, our um, what was it? Our uh, I don't know. Thing you take, take home, home. From weddings. Yeah, and then um, just for fun. Yeah, so it was pretty cool. I did have an issue though with your DJ. Okay, she seemed like a lovely lady. As it's soon as she, huh? Are you talking about the circle thing? No. Oh, okay. We'll talk I'm, about the circle I'm thing. Okay, as as soon as she said, hey, if you guys got any requests, let me know. I scooted on over there and I said, hey, I want you to play this song by Michael Buble because I really like this song. And she was like, you mean right now? I was like, no, get to it whenever. But, you know, I want the, the song. It's a good song. And and then, first of all, she plays a really, I don't even remember what the song was, but it was very upbeat and very not something that I would normally listen to. And I felt like, man, it looks like I asked her to play this song, and that's kind of funny, because that's not the song I asked her. But it's okay. It's unfortunate. I know. 
the so circle thing. Circle the thing. Circle. Everyone got in a circle and then like gave us chanted to hug? us and then hugged us. That was I didn't ask her to do that. That was her all on her own, and that was. I mean, I don't do that. I, I mean, remember more, this. I was I was more at our send off. I was more disconcerted. Oh, I wasn't the there. Chanting. The chanting was kind of odd, but mm-hmm. Sarah was very uncomfortable with all the touching and crowd of people. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Speaking but, of your send off, uh, how'd you like the the car? There's still glitter in our Everywhere. car. Where there's glitter in our house. When we got to the hotel the first night, there were footprints of glitter. Like like not there was glitter. Like on my shoes, and it left glitter where I walked. It was like you could see the size of my shoe and the shape of my shoe. In every here. every time I took a step into the lobby of a fancy hotel. All right, like like <laughs> footprints of glitter, and it happened for the next three days. And it's still blowing out of our vents. Grandma, so, the farmhouse is still covered in glitter. There's glitter in streamers and that brick on the driveway. There's glitter in our house. There's glitter in our laundry. There's glitter everywhere. <laughs> glitter blowing work. out of our AC it's vent. At my work. <laughs> so, I took a page out of David's playbook when it came to this. <laughs> Responsible delegation. I like it. I, I took. I took. David gave me his keys and said, hey, man, I need you to take care of these. So when it's time for us to go, you pull the car around. We're ready to go. I was thinking in my head, man, I'm going to have to think of some way to, like, figure out how to get his keys from him without it seeming suspicious and all that stuff. Although everyone knows your car is going to get trashed like this is just normal. But I handed those keys to a select group of people. All right. I think I picked a good group of people here. All right. So Stevie. Okay. Uh, Jonathan. Okay, and then uh, the Edwards boys. So I handed the keys <laughs> to them, and I said, "Hey, go." Also, no, Philip as well. And then I think maybe Becca went out and did it too, or maybe it wasn't Becca. I don't know. But anyways, I handed it to those people. So they go out and they decorate the car. I did not look at the car until I brought it around. First of all, I was trying to make sure that I didn't get glitter on me, which I was pretty successful in. Um, and I thought it was it is it was a good job, a job well done, until I saw the glitter that was inside the vents, and I thought, you know, if I were there, that's not something that I would have done. So, yeah. They even, they even pointed the vents at our faces and turned the AC all the way up. So when we turned on the car and we <laughs> that is hilarious. <laughs> also. Didn't you forget your luggage or something that Becca had yeah. to take to you? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But, you know, it's whatever. So y'all stay. Did you stay in Louisville the first night? Lexington. 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 Yes. Okay. That was cool. Yeah. Very nice. It was very cool. So nice nice first night and whatnot. And then you guys went down to Tennessee. Um, spent the uh, about a week, right, in the farmhouse? Yes. So tell me about the honeymoon. What kind of stuff did you guys get to go and do? Did you go sightseeing very much, or did you mostly just stick around the farmhouse? Um, it was like half and half. We okay. started our day going into like Gatlinburg and Pigeon Forge and stuff, or driving around Townsend. Um, and then we got bored or tired or both, and then went back to the farmhouse. And I successfully built a fire every single night. Really? So, Is the yeah. farmhouse still there? Yes. Did yes. you use glitter for kindling? 
Rich. No, I wish it were. <laughs> the whole house would have burned down and our car. So yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm glad it didn't work. And then you just been in the middle of the field and been like, "Huh, well, I guess this is whatever." Yeah. Um. Did you feel? I just wanted you to know. I I kind of um, uh, dedicated that ground with uh, romanticism because that's where I proposed to Sarah. So you know, did you feel that? That overtone is as you spent the week at the farmhouse. I feel like no, but no. Okay. If someone were to dedicate it to romanticism, it would have been Natalia uh, and Brian. You know, they are so old that at a certain point you have to rededicate <laughs> the land. Like people go back to Gettysburg and give addresses. Like it wasn't just Lincoln. You need to rededicate the land. But you're so lame that I feel like your dedication it was subpar. So Bite now we have dedicated. That's land. what I say. If you intend to use it, which you don't, nope. right? You're doing something nope, else. Nope. Yeah. Okay. See, that's cool. the problem. That's the problem. Honestly, I'm a cheapskate. So, and not not that that not that you are. That's not what I'm saying. Oh, I'm saying course. that yeah. if 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 I was going to pick a honeymoon destination, the farmhouse was at the top of the list because it's perfect. But my fiance just so happens to have like lived in Tennessee all her life. And spend a significant amount of time in Townsend. So I feel like that's like, hey, let's go to the backyard. And this is where we're going to have our vacation honeymoon thing. That's kind of weird. So no, no good. We should have gone to we should have gone to Shelbyville for our honeymoon then. No, no, simply <laughs> no. Um. So what what kind of what kind of things did you guys do around there though? So I know you went sightseeing and stuff, but like, were there activities and stuff that you got to go and do? Yeah, uh, we went to a couple of like Ripley's, believe it or not, things. We went to, uh, we actually went to the world's biggest uh, knife store or like, and it was in Tennessee. Um, and then like a couple days later, we actually went and forged our own knives. Which really? Was super cool. Yeah, very, very awesome. Um, and then we, we got our little uh, knife holders, like, uh, had, we had our names imprinted in them, and then uh, we actually got a, a stone, uh, or not a stone, a big rock outside of our house that says the Hobbs, established oh, cool. in 2019, which is super cool. Uh, mm-hmm. What else did we do? Well, she took all the cool stuff. So Hold uh, on, was there, was there a BOGO thing for that rock? I could use that. I'll be Hobbs. <laughs> <laughs> Go back. Get the other one. I want the free yeah. one. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Um, we had hideous caricatures drawn of us. Woo. Uh, Sarah looks like an old hag, and I look like Maybe. um, I look like the superhero <laughs> off of Megamind. Yes, but blonde. he does. It's great. So, so I was, I was, I was told advice by um my Sarah, uh, telling me that if I wanted marriage advice, I could probably go to you since you'll be a pro now with this, you know, month of marriage that you have undertaken oh, yeah. um and so now i'm reconsidering with the fact that you just called your your wife uh an, an old hag um that seems not swell so yep so you know but she's still loving me so i'm doing something right I'm training her speaking, good speaking of these things um what do you guys have so far in this you know very long marriage of a month um something that you didn't know that would annoy you about the other one, but but might possibly really annoy you about the other one. I got this one. Okay. For Sarah, no, 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 David. Life. That is oh, not okay, okay. It's your what? It's my entire life. My entire life no. annoys her. Okay, okay. No. And then 
For me, nothing. She's perfect in every wow. way. David. <laughs> wow. I'm just going to be honest, David. It, it, whenever you first started jumping on that question so quickly, I thought, oh, no. This could be where it ends. Because <laughs> well, you, should, you should not have answered so quickly. But you answered in the correct way. So yep. you saved yourself yep. there, my friend. Yep. Yep. It's pretty, yeah, but for real, like, there's lots of things about me that annoy Sarah because I'm, I just, I have one of those personalities. And I'm very, like, particular on a lot of things, which is also particular in a different way. So, like, the way I do the laundry or the dishes or something. It's not annoying. I We just have to, we're, we're still in the process of figuring everything out and compromising, you know? We've lived, you know, two separate lives for, you know, over 20 years. And it's just, we, we each have our way of doing things. And it's just, you know, we're getting used to each other. and And we learn to love each other a little more, even though sometimes you know maybe like whistling or you know leaving stuff on the dishes or you know not putting the toilet seat down you know but it's I okay. never I never thought that stereotype would be true about how like people have a problem with that and then also how like people fall in she hasn't fallen in that would be hilarious I would be doing <laughs> right now that would be the funniest thing ever but I never thought that, like, that stereotype would be true. I mean, like, wouldn't you want me to lift the toilet seat? But anywho, so, um, yeah, I'm, I'm an obnoxious person pretty much all the way around. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. That's not true. <laughs> yes, right. it is. She's, she's saying it's not true over over this interview, but as soon as we get off, she's going to be like... You sound like a terrible wife, doesn't it? <laughs> so, so you guys are planning on probably by like next Tuesday to have all the compromise thing figured out and you'll kind of be perfect at marriage and stuff like that, right? You'll train me and, and the way of cleaning and toilet seats and okay. Okay. ditches and life. Good things. Yep. Is there any? Is there anything um, that, I don't know, like now that you're living together and in the same place that is better than you thought it was going to be, or you just assumed that life was going to be perfect. I don't know. Just, nothing's better than I thought it was going to be. Cause I thought it was going to be awesome. And it is. So I get to wake up next to my best friend and then she goes to work. Hey, I, I started we on had, we had we had uh, 17 years of your life that I lived in the same house as you. So if you really wanted to, you could have woken up to your best friend, my friend. <laughs> yep. And I'd lean over and give you a big smooch. No, please don't do that. That's quite disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, I know it'll end up being different whenever I start working stuff because I'll be waking up. We will, like, I'll be waking up earlier and then I'll have to leave and, you know, try not to wake her up. But, like, so far since my job hasn't started yet i wake up and she's she like gives me a kiss goodbye and goes to work and then i like do things around the house or run errands or go turn in 100 resumes at 100 different companies and then i go i just walk regular, to works and say hey a, a, a regular stay-at-home hubby yeah yeah <laughs> do From, you do the cooking and cleaning <laughs> i just you gave me a tour you're, you you gave me a tour of your house before the the podcast i'm i'm quite positive that you're the one responsible for the cooking and cleaning with the state of affairs in your house <laughs> that's cool that's cool andrew <laughs> but i love you david you have many other strengths that tour was before the podcast 
Oh, my bad, my bad. <laughs> you know, I'll, I'll edit that out. That'll be okay. Yeah, yeah, that's good. That's good. <laughs> so, uh, walk me through your guys' living situation. Like, what's the place that you're living at? Like, what are you guys, David? You said you're about to start a job. What's that going to be like, Sarah? What are you doing for work? Stuff like that. Um, where you live at the Moultrie Apartments. So, like in St. Augustine, there's uh, there's like downtown with all the old stuff and the fort and everything. And then there's like the part of town like makes sense to live near because it's got like Walmart and Publix and Target and like everything. It's got everything. Um, yeah, we live right in between Walmart and Lowe's. Genius. So, but it's like like everything we could possibly want is within reasonable walking distance or bike riding distance. We bike, we, we bike to like Walmart or the gym a couple of times. Do you guys so. both have bikes? Yes. 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 I got mine at a, at a yard sale. It's pretty awesome. awesome. It's hideously ugly. Very cool. It's multicolored. Um, well, be hard to lose it and people will be less likely to steal it. Yes. That's it. That was, yes, that was exactly my point. No one's going to want to steal it because it's so ugly. It's good. Glad it's good. We're on the same track. That was the same philosophy that mom and dad had whenever they had me. They thought <laughs> if it's so ugly, no one will steal it. <laughs> yes. I mean, um, Good one. no, no. Whatever, whatever. You should be generous. I could very easily have made the same joke about you, and I chose for uh, to do it on I myself. Yeah, 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 I know. So, uh, but yeah, so then, Sarah, what are you doing for work right now? Um, I'm actually less than, I, this sounds so terrible, but I'm actually less than a minute away from, uh, home. So I just walk to work every day. It's awesome. right across the street from us. Yeah. And it actually, you know, I mean, that's nice. It's super awesome. Um, I work at a chiropractic office. I'm the secretary slash assistant slash, um, you know, do everything except for chiropractic. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause that's a verb by the way. Yeah. So is that is that the one that mom and dad go to? Yes, it is. Oh, actually, yes. So the day after our honeymoon ended, I called in to make David an appointment. And uh, the lady, my boss, uh, her name is Dr. Moore, uh, Gloria Moore. And uh, I, I was I called in. I was like, hey, I need to make an appointment for David Hobbs. She was like, oh, I know who you are. You and David just got married. And I said, yeah, you know, because I've been there a couple months before when I hurt my shoulder, whatever, you know. And uh and I was like, yeah, um, I, I am, we, we did, you know, and she's like, well, I'm actually looking for someone to uh, hire. Do you want to come in at one today for an interview? I was like, uh, yeah. This so, is when, this is when the bell rings in the crown center and you stand up and say, praise God from whom all. Yeah. <laughs> oh. yeah, actually it was, it was a pretty big blessing. It just kind of fell in my lap like that. And, you know, ow, stop. And I've been, you know, I've been working there ever since and I've got a lot of hours. So that's pretty nice. Um, yeah. And, and it's just right across the street. So, and she's now, a nice lady. do you get, do you get any discounts with the chiropractic stuff? Yes. David and I actually both get, um, adjusted and stuff like that for free. Really? So, yeah. Oh. I've been, I've been once to twice every week since we got married. Very good. Now, the real question is, do mom and dad get a discount? Because that's probably, they would go out of business if mom and dad got a discount. No, <laughs> they don't. Good. Very good. Because, Sarah, you would mean to look for another job then, because they'd last for about two more weeks and they'd be done. Yeah. 
Uh, and then David, you're about to start a job. Uh, what's this that you're doing for work? Uh, working for Owen Electric. So I'll be an electrician helper. Um, uh, next year, I can sign up for. They have they pay for an apprenticeship program. I can do it like online, or I can like go to a classroom and do it. So it's four years long. So if I decide to do that next year, uh, by the time I'm 26, I'll have my journeyman's license. That's awesome, man. That's really cool. That's a. Uh, I mean, there's so many people today that like. I don't know. I feel like the stereotype in our society is like, you know, you got to go get a college degree in philosophy and then go struggle for a job. But learning a trade like that'll be invaluable. People always need electricity, man. That's how it goes. True story. True story. Necessary. Necessary. But so I'll wrap up the podcast with this one last uh, uh, section. Um, so as you know, I, I'm about to be married, uh, wed very similar to you, David, mm -hmm. to a Sarah. Yes, yes. I, you're invited. Um, also go to Men's Warehouse and get sized so that we you can show up in the right clothing. Um, so so I'm wondering, as as my Sarah and I set out on our life together, and, and David, you just set out with your Sarah on your life together. What uh, what advice do you have for us? We won't we won't pretend that you guys are marriage experts for like the life of marriage and stuff like that. But in leading up to uh, the wedding, the whole long distance thing that goes on, any sage words of of wisdom that you would like to impart on the two of us? Uh, no. Okay. All right. That's, that's <laughs> I mean. I don't know anything to give you. <laughs> I, I actually, I expected either that or, well, long distance sucks, and then it ends, and that's bad. <laughs> yeah. It either ends in a good way or a bad way. Yeah, I should have said that. <laughs> the whole time you were talking, I knew where it was going, and I was like, find something smart. Find something <laughs> smart. I didn't find anything smart. So. Uh, I have something for you, Andrew. Um, yes. Sarah uh, will probably be doing most of the planning as far as, you know, what she wants. And I mean, you know, planning like that. So I, my advice to you is leading up to the wedding, just be as helpful as you can. Don't tell her what you think she wants to hear. Um, always communicate. And I mean, you guys may have a few little, you know, like not really arguments, but like, kind of frustrating moments where it's like, I don't care, just pick, but just work through it together and it'll turn out great. You guys are going to have a wonderful wedding and we're all excited for Sarah to be in our family. Yes, yes, me too. But I would tell you something. Believe you me, the whole communication thing or telling someone what they really, uh, what I think they want to hear, it, it's not much of a problem for me. I err much on the other side of the issue where I'm much freer with my opinion than I ought to be in all situations. Uh, and and I just like to talk and never shut up. I mean, for goodness sakes, this podcast was started simply because I wanted to be able to talk to myself uh, or talk in my own apartment and, and people not to think I was a crazy person. Because if somebody walked in, like, you know, to take me away to an insane ward, I would just be like, oh, look, look, microphone. I'm doing something. Like, interview. It's okay. Productive. So, uh, yeah, yeah. So it's it's all good. But yeah, solid advice there. David's advice of uh nothing. 
and uh, Sarah's advice of uh, be helpful. Although it does go contrary to daddy's advice. Daddy said um, the, the best solution when it comes to marriage and the only thing you need to know is yes, dear. And that's what you say is yes, dear. And then every once in a while, you have to like feign an opinion. So pretend that you have <laughs> a certain opinion uh, and then you guys talk through it. And at the end, you come back to, you know what? I think your idea was the best. We'll go with that one. So that's that's the advice that I've gotten. Uh, Sarah doesn't like it very much, but, you know, it's it's whatever. I think you know I think I think it'll be OK. Figured out my advice. Wing it. Yes. <laughs> I like it. I yeah. like it very much. Very okay. wise. Very wise. Very wise. All right. Well, Sarah, David, thank you so much for joining us. This was a, a blast. Yeah, you're welcome. It's pretty fun. Yeah. I go so far as to say lit. That I'm gonna put that on uh the advertising <laughs> for the podcast. In the words of David, it's lit. <laughs> And with that, I think we'll end the show. <laughs> but to those of you listening, thanks so much for joining us here on the Hobbs Happenings Podcast, where we use stories to bring our family closer together. I'm your host, Andrew Hobbs. Please join us again next week for another exciting edition of the Hobbs Happenings. Until then, toodles. Toodles.